This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Well, good morning and happy Tuesday to all of my Charged Up Studio listeners. Uh, Today, we are going to focus on a topic that is definitely something that needs to be considered right now with what's going on with our pandemic and everything and will be going on for many months to come. Uh, I have Anthony DePina here with New Level Digital, and he's going to be talking to us about building a digital marketing or a digital footprint. Anthony is a digital marketing specialist who partners with CEOs, executives, solopreneurs to grow their professional brands by building beautiful, easy to use websites and managing social media and digital marketing outreach efforts. After spending nearly a decade working in e-commerce and digital advertising technology for multi-million dollar brands and startups, Anthony knows what truly drives engagement, conversions, and customers that turn into raving fans. Boy, this sounds a lot like me. And it's not just mastering the marketing flavor of the week. It's how well you connect with the heart-beating people you're trying to help and communicate your understanding back to them. So welcome, Anthony. I hope you're ready for this. Hey, Dana. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate being here. That's great. That's great. Well, I'm glad you're here too. You know, digital, digital marketing, digital footprints, everything is, is the rave now because, you know, we all know with the pandemic and everything moving virtually and and we don't see an end to that. No. So with that in mind, can you talk a little bit, tell us a little bit about what the term digital footprint really means? So digital, your digital footprint with regards to small business owners typically means all of the ways that somebody can find you or your business online. So that could either be your website, your Facebook page, any social media accounts you have, if you're on any online directories like Angie's List or Yelp, all of the ways that customers or clients can look up your business, find you, and make a decision on hiring you or choosing you over somebody else. So the bigger your digital footprint, the more places that you are, the easier it'll be for somebody to find you and the more successful your business is going to be. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, in my, in my terminology, what I use with my customers is we call this touch points mm-hmm. is basically what it is. Um, and it's, it's, I explain to my clients is whatever your customer or your prospect or anybody is going to come in to contact with your brand is where you need to be able to anticipate what they're expecting 
at every mm-hmm. point. And so with the digital footprint, what you're saying is it's taking into consideration all of these touch points that yes. are going to be um, implemented. And if possible, you want to be able to meet their expectations at every one of those touch points. And it might not be sequentially all the way. Exactly. It's yes. going to jump around. So you need to be able to be prepared for it. So we begin with the web page. You know, explain to our listeners why a web page is so important. Having a website is, especially today, is one of the most important things that a small business can do because it serves as, you know, uh, a digital storefront for your brand. It's usually the first way that people come in contact with your business. So having a website that loads quickly is easy to use. It's friendly on mobile since most people are finding businesses or, or companies through, you know, using their phone. It's so important having a website because it's the face of the business online. And if you have a website that's, you know, looks like it's outdated or takes more than five seconds to load, people are going to become wary of trusting you just because of your website. You may be doing the best work in the world. You may have raving fans, but if somebody comes to your website and the layout, you know, looks like it was made in 1997, they're going to think that they're going to see that as a reflection of you and the work that you do. And that may not be the case. So having a great looking website is, is paramount in converting customers, um, especially today. Right, exactly. And that doesn't, that having a website, especially for small and micro businesses, does not mean that you have to spend thousands of dollars on that website. You know, no, you no. take that in phases, right? Yeah, not anymore. The, the days of spending, you know, five to $10,000 on a website are long gone. There are resources out there like GoDaddy or Squarespace where you can purchase a domain and build it yourself and have something up and running in no time. Now, with that being said, um, if you have, you can have the, the best looking website out there, but if you don't have a way or a plan for how people are going to come to you or build, you know, ways for traffic to come to your website, then it's like having a, you know, a great business card, but it's sitting in your wallet. You know, there's really no, Having a website is good, but you need to have people that are coming to it. And spending all that money isn't necessary anymore. Like I said, those resources are out there where you can do it yourself. But you would want to partner with somebody that has an understanding of how traffic in online works and how to generate that traffic for your website. And that's where that digital footprint comes in. You know, when you have all of those legs that are leading, ultimately, everything you do digitally, you want that leading to your storefront. Exactly. Yeah. So the, you know, the hub of the wheel would be the, the website spokes of are going to be, like I said, your social media accounts, whether that's Facebook, if you're more B2B, you probably show up on LinkedIn, um, the, the Yelps and the Angie's list, the porch.coms uh, of the world. Those are all spokes on the wheel, all driving, you know, funneling that traffic to your website, which is going to be the, the hub, the, the main thing that's going to drive those conversions. Right, right. And you need to be responsive to whatever's coming in as well. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So you're always, you always want to be quick when responding to customers, just because we live in such a fast paced digital world. If you get, you know, a request for service or somebody asks you a question, if you're waiting hours or or days to respond to them, they've already moved on. If they're looking for your service, um, 
or your type of business, they want an answer pretty immediately. And if you're not on top of that, you're going to lose out to your competition. And there's, you know, there's nothing worse than seeing somebody else get the business that was meant for you only because you didn't respond to their Facebook message or, you know, you didn't call them back in a timely manner. Well, and, and speaking of, of this aspect of it and getting back in a timely manner, that's where you probably want to incorporate some kind of systems or response activated um, messaging mm -hmm. so that you know, okay, so-and-so contacted me, they want to get a, a price on this or they want to know this. You know, if, if you can set up some kind of a system that's going to push that message out to you on your, your email or on your text messaging, SMS, um, that'll make it even um, uh, quicker for you to be able to respond to that, right? Yep. And that's you where Google comes in play and, and you know, the different, the different benefits are, are that, that Google brings to the table. Yeah. So you can set up chatbots on your website that, you know, text them automatically or a little chat pops up so that they can message you directly, set up notifications on your phone for your Google or your Facebook business page so that if someone's messaging you, you're getting a little ping on your phone and seeing it automatically. Um, there are many different ways that you can receive those notifications quickly so that you're able to respond to them in a timely manner. Because like I said, if you're, if you're not on top of that ball, you're missing out on so much money. And it's, it's bad if you're missing out, but it's even worse if it's going to somebody else. Because as a small business owner, you're, you're grinding, you're, you're spending a lot of time putting out fires, but you want to be able to respond to these people in a timely manner so that you can actually grow your business and not spending all that time you know, going from one problem to the other. Right, right. You don't want to be reactive. You want to be proactive as exactly. much as possible, you know. So, so tell me a little bit as far as you and your clients are concerned. Um, what is your process of developing a system to put in place for some of your customers? Give me a little bit of an indication on how you approach the strategic process? So what I like to do is meet with my clients one-on-one -on -one and really get a good understanding of their business and where they are in the process. Are they just starting out? Are they really already established? Do they have a physical location where customers can come to them or do they go out and, you know, and meet their customers where they are? Um, after we sit down and, you know, get a good understanding of what your needs are, we develop a plan that the hub of the plan is always going to be, you know, having a website, having a great, easy to use, fast loading website, and then deciding which avenues as far as social media concerned are going to be the best ones for them to pursue. Um, so Facebook is good for, for a lot of businesses. Um, it's not, you know, not the best for others. If you're doing a lot of B2B, uh, business to business um, outreach, LinkedIn is going to be very good because that's, you know, it's a professional social network. Um, again, Facebook, again, is good for top of funnel. Um, now, when I say top of funnel, it's a, when people are on Facebook, they're scrolling. They're looking to be entertained. They're not necessarily looking to purchase something. So it's good to bring brand awareness to your company or your organization, but it may not be the best for converting people at the bottom of the funnel who are looking to buy, you know, right now. Well, it's important to, to understand that you know, only less than 3% of people are interested in purchasing, in right now purchasing. 
Mm-hmm. You know, the other, yeah. the remaining part are thinking about it or just browsing, you know. Exactly. So to tap, to, you know, to tap into that 3% um, is not going to happen instantly. Exactly. No. You need to have a long-term plan um, for building your brand, for creating that digital footprint that's going to be expansive, but also authoritative. You want to be seen, what I mean with the clients, you want to be seen as an authority in your space. Um, if you're a home remodeling company, you want to push out content that you know reflects your, your professionalism, the way that you do business. Um, you want to be seen as someone who's knowledgeable about products and industry trends. So pushing out you know, blog content that is around that, that it speaks to your ideal customer um, is a great way to increase your perceived authority in the, in the space while also keeping you top of mind. So when I, like I said, when I meet with my clients, we'll discuss all of this short-term, medium-term and long-term plans for, for how to create that digital footprint and make it expansive across different avenues. Um, in the short term, it's websites, um, social posting to social media, in the long term, it's going to be you know SEO and backlinks that are going to create an authoritative website that's going to start to show up higher in Google search rankings. Um, SEO does take you know a little longer, but you want to have that medium, short, medium, and long term plan so that your business can thrive in the long term. You don't want to just think of what do I need to do tomorrow. You want to think of what is my business going to look like a year from now if we're using all of these systems and and using them properly. Right, right. And, and um, when we think about it, when we talk about our digital footprint and, and our touch points, um, the other aspect that I have learned is extremely important is, is understanding the expectations of the customer or the prospect at, at each one of those touch points. How mm-hmm. do you work with your clients to get them to take a step back and put themselves in their customer's shoes? and understanding what those expectations are at every step. I think a great way to do that is by creating a, a, custom, a customer avatar. So understanding your business and then understanding what your ideal client looks like. Um, if you are you know, a mobile mechanic, you may be dealing with people who are in emergency situations. So they you know, may not want a lot of information, they want a result right now. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're a realtor, and those kind of leads take a long time to nurture. So you're going to want to make sure that you're giving them a lot of information about you. Um, messaging is very important and the messaging needs to be tailored to your, your customer avatar and what part of the buying cycle they're in right now. Are they in the information gathering phase? Right. Are they in the decision-making phase? And knowing your business and creating that avatar is going to help you decide what type of messaging that you're putting out and where you're going to to put it. And in order to get a feel for what buying stage they're in, what suggestions do you have for them to be able to get a feel? Okay, especially if we're dealing in a virtual environment, how do you do that? So you do it with different types of content. Um, So for, you know, for home remodeling companies, for example, um, if you're putting out a content of, you know, great new um, ideas for transforming your, your kitchen. So if you're getting a lot of responses for that, you may see that these people are looking to do something pretty immediately. Um, if you're just looking at trends in the industry, it may be something that they just like the idea, but they're not really ready to buy. 
So developing content that's specific to someone's needs immediately and seeing the kind of return that you get on that will determine, will help you determine if these, these kind of customers or these potential customers are looking to do something right now versus, you know, six months from now. But, you know, honestly, the great, a great way to do it is if you're getting a response to this content is to contact them. You know, if someone likes your posts, you reach out to them and say, hey, you know, this is me. This is what I do. Um, I saw that you liked my post or you liked the, the blog article that I wrote. I just wanted to, you know, get to learn a little more about you and what your needs are and what you have got going on. Right, right. You know, this is this is something um, digital, digital marketing or the digital footprint or something is is are things that as business owners, we tend to kind of put on the sidelines. We, we tend to, you know, get so busy in the business. And what we're doing with your digital footprint is we're actually building that marketing arm that's going to brand, going, going to bring exposure to your brand and going into digital marketing with the mindset that sales, 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 you're going in with the wrong mindset. You're going in with a mindset that's not going to happen immediately and you're going to get discouraged. And, you know, that's why you, you might spend thousands of dollars with a digital marketer, marketing company and you realize you're not getting anything because you went in with the wrong mindset. You were thinking that you were going to turn things around really quick and it doesn't happen that way. You yeah. Know, any marketing effort takes, it takes a good 14 to 16 um, uh, touch touches mm-hmm. for someone to remember your brand. And if you're only putting out, say, um, uh, social media posts, you know, maybe once a week, that's not going to do it. That's not going to be enough. Exactly. So how do you explain this to your clients and get them to understand that, you know, putting that effort in up front is what's going to pay off in the long run? Well, I do that by setting clear, clear expectations in the beginning. Like you said, they need to understand that this is a process, you know, with the internet, we're kind of expect we're we expect things to happen immediately. You know, you click a button and you get a result. That's not how it works with digital marketing. Um, like that's not how it works with sales. So by sitting down in the beginning and laying out, you know, this is going to be how it works. We're going to have a short term plan, a medium term plan, a long term plan they get a better understanding that, you know, while this is kind of quick and turnkey, it is a process. You need to nurture these leads. You need to nurture your brand to grow it um, organically so that it can last for, for a long time. Cool. Cool. Now I, um, now let's, let's talk a little bit about SEO. I think a lot of people get really confused with SEO and what is the purpose of SEO? So you're getting SEO, prepared for, for a heavy question here. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> SEO or, or search engine optimization um, refers to all of the things that you can do on your website or on your social media accounts to give your website more authority so that the search engines like Google or Yahoo or Bing um, scan the website, see it as authoritative and raise it up in the search rankings. So if you're a home remodeling company in Florida, um, a lot of your content wants to be focused on that. You want to focus on keywords like home remodeling, Orlando, or bathroom remodeling. Um, there's thousands of little things that you need to do for your website so that these search engines see it as authoritative and rank it higher. Your right. content needs to be SEO friendly. Your 
images need to be tagged correctly in the alt tags. Your header descriptions need to be, you know, use the right keywords so that when people are searching for you, your content comes up. Um, it's important. It's not going to go away. A lot of people think that, you know, SEO is a thing of the past. It's not, it's going to be here forever. Um, a lot of, you know, customers, clients don't like because it does take a long time. Um, you need to do blog posts and backlinks and it could take a while for that authoritative, those SEO, SEO juice to kind of transfer back to your website and raise it up. Mm -hmm. But is as a long-term strategy for giving your website, your brand, your business, the authority that it needs, um, there's, there's nothing better. Yeah. And now with um, uh, a lot of platforms coming out for web development, you know, and things like that, like I, uh, I have one platform that I use strictly for my educational programs. And so unless you understand the HTML process or the um, development process of these websites, it's difficult for some of these small business owners to be able to go in and do this SEO and, and, you know, maintain this. And this is why it's important to have somebody who is a specialist in this. You know, I know that I've got on my education site, um, I do a lot of uh, uh, digital marketing on Pinterest and Facebook and stuff like that, because I'm trying to reach that audience. Mm -hmm. For instance, in Pinterest, they're saying, you know, um, um, what is it? Validate your website, you know, and put this in your header. Well, I can't find the header. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> I can't find the header because it's a canned program, you know, yep. and having somebody who can go in there is really important as far as that's concerned. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So when I work with my, my clients, um, they're, they're good at what they do. They're good realtors, um, home remodelers, interior designers. That's what they love to do and that's what they're good at. Um, so I try to take the burden of the digital marketing off of them so that they can focus on what they do best, um, which is their business. Right. You, know, you know, stop putting out the fires and or working, on the, working on the marketing and you know, going and doing what they do best while allowing me um, to take care of that for them right. so that they can focus on what really matters. And that's important. You know, uh, I can tell you from personal experience, that's really important. Give me some kind of an idea, okay, or give our listeners an idea of how do, how do I go about building that digital footprint that will lead to phone calls, okay? Where, what are the phases that you go into that lead to those phone calls? So the way that you're going to lead to people actually calling your business um, is going to be not complicated. So you need to start step one with a website. Um, you need to have a way for people to find you. And if you don't have a website, there's, it's hard for them to do that. So we focus on your website, um, your Facebook, and another really good one is your Google My Business listing. Um, I see a lot of people or a lot of businesses don't use this. So uh, your Google My Business listing is free. Um, you can get it you know, for free online, you can set it up. And when people are searching for businesses like yours, you show up in Google Maps, you have your name, your address, your phone number there, and it's a great way for them to call you. It's a great way for um, customers, past customers to leave reviews of your business. So if you're looking to, to generate phone calls, um, having a, a Google My Business listing is probably the quickest and the easiest way. Um, but to give that some authoritative, you need to get some reviews or request reviews from your past, past clients and customers so that it gets pushed up in the search rankings and you're one of the first you know, choices that they see when they're searching in your area for your business or service. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. 
and speaking of that now, should I, should, uh, what is the, the benefits, I guess you would say the benefits or not of paying for Yelp or Angie's list to, you know, advertise what, <laughs> what do, what do you have to say about that? So quick, short answer. Um, if you're, you know, just starting out, I wouldn't recommend paying for Yelp or Angie's list. Um, just for the, the simple fact that it's hard to determine what those leads are or where they're coming from or, or why they clicked. You're paying Yelp to make their business better when the money you're spending on them could be used to build your brand up. Um, and I, you know, I like to say, unless you're, you have thousands of dollars to spend on these Yelp leads, it's a better investment to fill out the profiles. You, you definitely want to make sure you have a, a Yelp profile and Angie's list and um, you know, you Google my, Google my business and uh, Yelp, I already said that, and having these profiles, but paying for the leads, that money could be better spent on doing your own search campaigns or your own advertising campaigns um, across search engines or, you know, across Facebook to bring people to your website. You don't want to, and personally, you don't want to pay Yelp to bring people to Yelp. They may find you, um, you know, or they may not. And right. some of the clicks that you're, you're going to get, if someone just clicks on your Yelp ad, your paid Yelp ad, you're paying, you know, 20 or $30, they may not even call you, right? Again, this money, this the limited resource case. that a lot of starters don't have a lot of money to spend yeah. could be better spent on building their own brand instead of, you know, building Angie's list. Now, um, as we get close to, you know, closing out this segment, let's talk uh, a, a little bit about tracking. Okay, let's let's talk about tracking your digital footprint activity. What yeah. do you have to say about that? <laughs> so you definitely there are ways that you can keep track of your, your digital footprint or your digital marketing efforts. Um, there are cookies, um, there are call logs. So there's ways if you're running a, a you know a Facebook advertising campaign, you can put a pixel or a cookie on your site so that if somebody comes to your website but maybe they leave you're able to serve them an ad across not just Facebook, but across you know, Google or any other of their websites um, that may host those, those ads. So it's a good way to track your conversions or see where people are going on your website, what services that they're looking for. Um, there's a, you know, a myriad of ways to, not to track users or potential clients across different spaces. And you need that information, you need that data to hone in on where the gold nuggets are. So I'm going to use the home remodeling example again. Um, let's say you have a lot of people that are coming to your, your bathroom remodeling page, but not a lot of people are going to your kitchen remodeling page. Yeah. Then you're going to want to put more money and more effort into the, the bathroom remodeling, right? Because that's where you see a lot of people are already going. And it's with that data that you can make informed decisions on where you want to spend your marketing dollars or where you want to spend your time marketing and outreaching to people and you know, cookies, pixels, analytics of your website um, are great ways to use that data to grow your business without you know, having to spend a ton of money. Okay, okay. I know that um, with um, Pinterest and, and you know, Facebook, I do check my analytics quite a bit to see how I'm doing as far as that's concerned. But anyway, um, no, that, that concludes what we you know, we've been on for about 30 minutes now. So it doesn't seem like that long, no, does it? it doesn't. No, it doesn't. <laughs> okay. 
So um, do me a favor, Anthony, if any of our listeners want to reach out to you, can you tell them how they can do that? Yep. Yeah, you can find me at newleveldigital.com uh, is my website. I have you know, a Facebook page. I'm on LinkedIn. Uh, if you just want to have a quick chat, if you're not sure about what you should be doing or where you are in you know, your marketing, you know, marketing journey, you can give me a call. Um, give me my phone number. It's 407-705-9099. I'm always happy to help. Um, my passion is helping small businesses. I, you know, spent a lot, all of my career, I've worked for small businesses and startups. And I saw how every boss that I worked for spent so much time putting out fires yeah. and not any time, you know, actually growing the business. And, right. you know, the internet and social media, it's so easy to get your name out there and to grow your business online that I really wanted to help these businesses because, you know, a lot of them are struggling and it's a simple, easy way to grow your business. Yeah. And when you've got 83% um, increase in new business licenses being uh, activated, that's important too. So yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you, Anthony. Um, It was, it was nice talking to you this time. I look forward to our next time uh, that we talk. Thanks, Anna. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Okay, great. And you can always reach us at info at chargedupstudio.com. You can follow us on LinkedIn, on Instagram, on Facebook, on YouTube, and contribute to our platform on Patreon. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.